0: From the wells of yore to the digital screens of today, the kids present the comic book character of the month. Welcome back kids and thanks for listening as we enter into July and our comic book character of the month is Mighty Thor Jane Foster. And this is in support of Thor Love and Thunder coming to the big screens this weekend. As we delve into Love and Thunder, we want to look at the inspirations that help bring this Taika Waititi movie to the big screen. And central in the Jane Foster story is Thunder in Her Veins. This is a graphic novel consisting of the first five issues of The Mighty Thor, which came out in January of 2016. We're going to delve into the first issue here, issue number one, which was entitled Thunder in Her Veins. When Dr. Jean Foster lifts the mystic hammer Mjolnir, she is transformed into the goddess of thunder, the mighty Thor. Her enemies are many as Asgard descends further into chaos and war threatens to spread throughout the Ten Realms. Yet her greatest battle will be against a far more personal foe, the cancer that is killing her mortal form. In fear of the All-Father, a man dark enough to imprison his own wife, the Congress of Worlds has taken zero action to reprimand Malekith, the accursed, as he raids against the Light Elves. Though her transformation into Thor cancels out her chemotherapy, Jane is eager to help the Light Elves fight back. But first, must avoid being arrested by Odin's Thunder Guard for unholy crimes against the Realm Eternal. Meanwhile, Malekith's. Dark Council explores the idea of admitting Loki as a new member so long as he can first do one thing, murder Thor. Wow, this first issue and storyline is jam-packed. It is emotionally gripping. Open up with Jane Foster in a cancer ward. And a matter of fact, of note of that particular cancer ward, the hospital that's treating her cancer is named after Maria Wheelock, which happens to be the mother of a mighty Thor reader who passed away due to breast cancer and served as that source of tribute. Also, we see the number, the room number, that Jane Foster is in, where she's receiving her infusion, that infusion room. And the number is 1962, which is 1962, the number of the year in which Thor debuted in Marvel's Silver Age comics there, in Journey into Mystery, number 83. So, this story, I'm coming off of just having seen Thor, Love and Thunder, and can say, without a shadow of a doubt, that that movie, the heart in that movie, a lot of the emotional beats of that movie, were direct inspiration to Taika Waititi and the writers' room as they developed Thor, Love and Thunder. That's all I'll say. I'm keeping this whole thing spoiler-free. But I feel really, really good about having selected this graphic novel for the month in tribute to Mighty Thor Jane Foster's debut. Not Jane Foster herself. Of course, we've seen her in other films. But her as Mighty Thor on the big screen. This series was written by Jason Aaron. The penciler is Russell Dodderman, And Russell also inks his own work. The colorist is Matthew Wilson, the letterer Joe Sabino, and our editors are Will Moss, Chris Robinson, and Tom Brevoort. This is a really, really inspired story. I am looking forward to the next four that we will be reviewing, and I'll be doing them in blocks of two to round out the month. And as we delve into them, I have a sense that we're going to see a lot more of the personal reveal, the character reveals of Jane Foster as she comes to grips with her own mortality, as well as what it means to be Thor, be the Thor in this world. Because right now in the story, Thor is nowhere to be seen, meaning Odin's son. You have Thor's mother having been jailed by Odin, who is slowly going insane. And Jane visits Thor's mother in jail. And they have a deep discussion about what is going on in the world right now, how all of the realms are being disrupted. And as they are reviewing all of those sets of circumstances, there is a huge discussion around who will be able to stand up and pick up the fight. Currently, Jane Foster is being accused of being a false Thor. Matter of fact, throughout Asgard, there are these little posts about wanted this false Thor that is Jane Foster. Because the Asgardians are not believing that there could be another Thor out there. Or if there is, there's an impersonator because the real Thor to them, Odin's son, is missing. And that's where they're choosing to focus their attention on. Which actually works in Jane Foster's favor. And no one is onto the fact, other than Thor's mother, that Jane is actually Thor. When Jane goes up to Asgard, she witnesses what's going on with the Council of Worlds. And them not believing initially, because they want to see proof that Malachith is afoot, he's creating hate and discontent, that he is waging war against the Light Elves, and Jane Foster, as Mighty Thor, witnesses the bodies of these Light Elves being propelled throughout space and actually pelting a weather space station that was delivering a live broadcast about weather conditions on Earth and completely obliterates that satellite station, that space station. This is what triggers the events within the story here and the involvement of Jane Foster. And the opening for this comic, graphically speaking, is just absolutely gut-wrenching. Anyone who has had a relative loved one battling cancer can relate to this scenario of that loved one being in the chemo treatment room getting their infusion and there is jane having lost all of her hair she has a bandana on her head to keep her head warm she is feeling the the cold of the chemo treatment she is wrapped up in blankets and she is looking every bit miserable as many are who are going through chemotherapy, when then she's listening to this broadcast happening, and we get in this panel a very, very disturbing picture of a light elf who is floating lifeless, but carved into his chest is, so begins the War of the Realms. So basically that's Malekith throwing down the gauntlet which then causes Jane to transform into Mighty Thor and go into action. There is an amazing, amazing panel, and I have to give tremendous, tremendous credit here to Russell Dodderman for capturing the duality here of Mighty Thor, Jane Foster. It is one that splits Jane in half as she is transforming out of being Mighty Thor back into Jane Foster, the cancer patient. So there's half of Thor's helm and the very vibrant half of a face of mighty Thor Jane Foster. And then the other half of the face is Jane Foster, battler of cancer. And it just absolutely brings you to a standstill to take this panel in and understand the serious nature of everything that is going on in Jane Foster's life and what she's having to come to grips with now balancing this power that she has as the mighty Thor, but also battling for her life through her chemotherapy treatments. I can understand why this storyline has served as tremendous inspiration for many, how this series was very well received and why Taika Waititi and that writer's room for Thor Love and Thunder would choose to pull on that thread and incorporate elements of this storyline into Thor Love and Thunder. And with that kids, we hope you will join us for our month long read of Mighty Thor, Thunder in Her Veins. Please leave us a message via the Anchor App or send us an email at kirbyskidspodcast at gmail.com Kids, get to popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space viking, Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Well, he got in shape. He went from dead, bod of Godfard. And after all that yeah. he reclaimed his title yeah. as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? The old ex-girlfriend. What's it been like? Three, four years? <laughs> Eight years, seven months and six days, give or take. My uh, sensing feelings. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> the only ones who gods care about is themselves. So this is my vow all gods will die. I just want to say that was very, very impressive what you did back there. It's just my first bad guy. You never forget your first. You are not like the other gods of Kill. Because I have something worth fighting for.